Hi, Darren. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? Or good morning for me. How are you today? I'm fine. Thank you for joining us. Um, we're going to talk about how to attract talent to your event business. And I think in these times, um, we just, yeah, we're still in the middle of the Corona crisis. A lot of talent um, did leave the event industry. So, so now with restarting the industry, it's more important than ever to attract the right people for your business. Um, exactly. And that's not easy, um, but you, you can share some uh, insights in how to deal with that. Yeah, it's, um, I really think worldwide, we've had a real brain drain um, when it comes to people leaving our industry. Um, you know, people had to work, people had to make a living. And uh, I think a lot of people had some introspective thoughts of, we all work really hard in our industry. We put on long hours, we are creative and everything like that. And you can either love it or leave it. And a lot of people did decide to leave it. And what we're doing now is I, I, I'm seeing a, a new energy. I'm seeing, a, you know, we're engaging, we're coming back in. And, but it looks different because we're dealing with a whole new generation of, and demands of what they're looking for, for bringing in the talent. So, um, and you know, and it, it's looking different. As I said with a candidate um, the other day, one of the biggest interview questions when you interview candidates is, where do you see yourself in five mm -hmm. years? And five years ago, we couldn't imagine discussing where we are today. I mean, we just couldn't even, we couldn't make this stuff up. And um, so what I'm finding is hiring officials are starting to look at candidates and see more flexibility in who they're hiring. Um, for example, candidates uh, or people who are re-entering our industry um, are saying, I want to work from home. I want some flex time. I, I don't want to go into the office every day. And it could be out of you know, personal preference. It could be out of fear of COVID or disease. It could be out of just, I want to live in a lower cost of living and not live in the city center where um, most of the activity is. So one of the main things is that I think hiring officials right now have to be really flexible with what the candidate demands are when they find that right candidate. Does it also mean that you, you are working more made to measure and, and, and tailor how you work with people depending on the candidate or, or do you still need a kind of structure across all employees? I think, I think everybody needs structure. I think everybody needs structure um, of some sort, but not structured to the point of, of just control. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that allowing people to be more flexible, allowing people to show their creativity, allowing people, and I think one of the success measures for our industry when we all went entered into this COVID crisis this pandemic crisis was the survivors were those who thought out of the box. Mm -hmm. You Agreed. know, it wasn't the standard business as usual. It was like, how do we survive? How do we renegotiate contracts? How do we work these meetings all over again? Um, how do we go on a virtual platform? And it was those people who thought out of the box who survived. So if you as a hiring official are constantly encouraging somebody to think out of the box and go past that structure, um, you're in a good situation. You're gonna have that person who's gonna bring your company, your organization to the next level. Mm -hmm. 
I, I, what I do hear a lot in the in the field, I don't know how it is in the United States, but there are also many people who left the industry. Um, they discovered a world uh, with nine to five hours, something we don't know in the event industry. And they yeah, don't, nine uh, to five. <laughs> indeed. Imagine uh, a weekend off. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, but they didn't know better before uh, because they were in the event industry and, and really loving their job. Um, but won't we have a hard time to convince people to come back? I'm a firm believer that the people who are in events and meetings, it's in their blood. It's like if you're in the hotels, it's in your blood and it's very hard to leave it. I mean, let's face it. If you're walking along the street and you see an event, uh, uh, the Olympics that are going on right now, I'm looking at the logistics of the Olympics. I, I look at that aspect of it. And I think all of us in events and meetings look at that part of it. Mm -hmm. So if it's in your blood, I think that you'll always be in it and it'll be very hard to leave. Mm -hmm. And so hiring officials have to find those people. And a lot of it is gut, you know, to find out who has it in their blood, who has that logistics and that creative mixture mentality. Um, the other thing I'm seeing are a lot new. There are new types of positions available in our industry. I mean, I was just looking, I, I just went on LinkedIn the other day and looked at some titles in our industry that are coming in like um, virtual event technologist, digital exp experience architect, uh, participant engagement manager, chat monitor. I mean, who would have thought our industry would have a chat monitor? Uh, virtual music curator, curator um, on-site safety um, experience, protocol leader. Um, and then yesterday I was speaking with a client that I'm working on a search for, and they said, do you have any meeting producers? And I'm like, we have all been meeting producers. You just, it's just a new title, mm -hmm. you know? So it's interesting because we're taking what we know and we're creating new titles and new experiences. Indeed, indeed, that's, that's correct. You were earlier talking about we, as hiring companies, you need to have some flexibility, be open for people also wanting to work from home. Do you think we, the event companies need to take it even a step further than that to, to be able to attract the right uh, talent for their companies? Um, yeah, I mean, there's, I think we have to pay more. I think we have to hire people at a higher salary. Um, traditionally, um, middle management and lower management in our industry is fairly low paying. Um, I think we have to pay people more, especially if you still want to get back into that of, yeah, you have to work 12 hour days. You have to work weekends. Mm -hmm. um, I think there have there has to be that. I think um, you also have to offer things that are non-monetary. Um, we're finding here in the US, one of the greatest things that people are offering as an incentive to come to their companies is tuition reimbursement or tuition repayment for college. Mm -hmm. um, the the people entering our industry now have paid a huge amount in college expenditures and so and they're in debt and so if companies are saying in lieu of salary we'll help repay your debt that is another way um i have a company that for the in-office people they have a an espresso shop and at five o'clock they have a, a keg that opens up and they can have drinks after work and so what they're doing is encouraging people to get to know each other and to re-engage in, mm -hmm. in the office environment. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've heard that people are doing. Um, health benefits, childcare benefits, 
Uh, all those things are important in enticing people to come back to your organization. I mean, when I entered the industry, the enticement was travel. You mm -hmm. know, I, like, you know, if we got to go spend a weekend at Cle in Cleveland, Ohio, which is a wonderful city, but it was exciting for us. Mm -hmm. um, now travel is not as enticing as it used to be. So that's the other thing. Some people say, you know, let's be flexible with the amount of travel, the amount of time that you're spending away from your family. Because I think what the what has also been proven is that by working at home, people have been more productive, but they've also realized how important it is to be with family. Well, what about the way to find the right people? Because back in those days, it was fairly easy. You put a... a uh, vacancy on LinkedIn, and the day after you had the first, uh, first applicants uh, who were interested. Oh, you're talking about modern look in the old days. I mean, uh, <laughs> in the old days, we used to put an ad in the paper or something on that order, <laughs> or you'd get resumes faxed over to you or mailed to you. Um, I would still say there's, there's different ways uh, to find the right candidate. LinkedIn is still a key place to find people and recruit. Um, that I find is a very key area, but the other, and, you know, and I still am a believer in the network, the mm -hmm. network, you know, finding out who do you know in your network who may be good for this position. Um, I also think that if you start recruiting out of our industry, you know, and saying, we can train you to do the job, but I want to bring you in and I need somebody who is who is not the typical meeting or event professional, but has the, we can train you to do the job. And you can find that by going in different industries. It might be in the hospitality industry, like hotel sales or something in that. It might be completely out, like going to continuing care facilities or colleges and universities, um, you know, for people who do events or activities there to bring somebody in it's kind of from the outside and in. Yeah, that, that's very valuable because because somebody's attitude you can't change, but the, yeah. the job you can learn. So it, it does make a lot of sense. Yeah, I um, but I still think that your old fashioned technique of going to LinkedIn is still one of the key areas. It's one of the Good key to areas is the way to find somebody. Um, I've also found people just through uh, sending out emails and who do you know and um, and asking people. I mean, I still I still believe in the networking of face to face networking when it's available. And again, we went through 18. We have gone through 18 months of not being able to do face to face, but we have been able to connect through the Internet and you can find a shining star. You can find that rookie star. Um, just by paying attention to a lot of the virtual events going on. If we go sit on the other side of the table and I want to, to, to be hired for a job in the event industry, what should I need to do to get the attention of the recruiter? How do I need to make my resume? Okay, there. this is a whole, we need another whole hour for this, but <laughs> um, it is, and it is, it's amazing. Um, the new techniques out there. But the first thing, I think the most important thing I am telling anybody with a resume is to constantly edit it to the job that you are applying for. 99.9% um, .9 of the jobs are done, are the, the resumes are looked at by four 
technology sources before it even gets to a human being. So it's scanned through an applicant tracking system. So you are uploading your resume, you are, and then this computer or this applicant tracking system is looking for keywords. The hiring official has put in keywords that are important to them that ranks this resume against the keywords. So if you have an ad and it looks like it, it says, looking for event manager, three years experience, must have um, trade show experience, must have uh, convention experience. And in your resume, you have meeting, 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 meeting experience, meeting planning. The key words are not going to pick up. We all know it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So edit your resume to the ad so that the applicant tracking system picks up your resume. So that is one way that you can do that. The other thing is network heavily online, network through LinkedIn, become an expert, you know, post articles, get people to notice you, find out what your wow factor is. Um, another thing, I'm working on three searches right now. Um, and each search, I ask for a cover note to, to sell themselves. Tell me why you're so good beyond your resume. And I just did a stat yesterday, only 40% wrote a note. What an opportunity you're losing mm -hmm. on trying to have you stand apart from the others. I look at those cover notes to find out why that person thinks they're so special and so different. And so follow the directions in the ad. If it says salary requirements, if it says, tell us why you're so great, use that opportunity to meet the demands of the hiring official. Mm -hmm. Don, um, thank you really much for sharing these insights and tips. Uh, We've done already? Yeah. Time oh, no. Flies. Okay. Okay. Well, I hope you invite me back. We, I would love to talk to you more about independent contractors or other areas of our industry. Sure, that's a good idea. We'll put it on the on the on the schedule and 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 schedule something for you to have uh, additional talks. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I, it's a pleasure being here, and thank you for asking me. You're welcome. And you at home, thank you for watching us. I hope to see you next week. Take care, everyone.